Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus album. The King Diamond Podcast with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for those who love politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like podcast and the Laugh cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. In 1983, Twisted Sister would make their major label debut for Atlantic Records with their second album, You Can't Stop Rock and Roll. The album would reach 164 on US Billboard charts and 14 on the UK album charts. The songs The Kids Are Back, I Am I'm Me, and the title track were released as singles. Not much changed within the band, the hunger was still there, but you could tell they were going to start heading in a more commercial direction, especially with their first ballad. You're Not Alone, which was dedicated to Dee's wife, who was the band's makeup artist and costume maker. It wouldn't be until 1995 when the album would be certified gold for selling over 500,000 copies in the U.S. 
Now let's get to part two of our Twisted Sisters show on Rat Salary View with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, Nate Lander, Lou Mavs, and Ralph Vieira. You can't stop rock and roll. I don't have this one on vinyl. It's good. I do, it's... but I didn't grab any. I have, I have the secret I have, records. I have the British version, which is red. I, yeah, have I like that. that. Cool. cool. I like that a lot. The more. back is different, though, because the back the has back is... half makeup, half not. It's... Oh, but uh, there's nothing else different about this. It's the same album, you know, uh, track-wise. And stuff. Yeah. Actually, this one's from Germany, I see. I thought it was the UK. I also have the uh, the e- the 12-inch EP for You Can't Stop Rock and Roll that has the three songs on it that ended up being the bonus tracks on the bonus Spitfire tracks. edition. Right on. Yeah, that's the one I got, Spitfire. That's One Man, how- Woman, Four Barrel Heart of Love, and Feel the Power. Yeah, Feel the Power is good, but the other ones are like... Just- yeah, garbage. I really like Four Barrel Heart of Love. That's well, i got to listen to it again, but I remember I only liked uh, Feel the Power off that one. Feel the Power is definitely the best one. Actually, you know what? Feel the Power should have been on the album instead of The Power and the Glory. That song yes. isn't even B-side worthy. That really huh. drags this record down. Yes. Oh, my God. That and yeah. Suzette's song. Holy shit. They, oh. it, the Power and the Glory is one of their songs <laughs> that pisses me off the most because it starts off with that speed, like what you don't know type speed. Right. And then it just... Turns into a dumpster God. fire within 45 seconds. <laughs> well, you can't, stop, you can't Stop Rock and Roll was released in 1983 and is Twisted Sisters' major label debut for Atlantic Records. Uh, not much has changed with the band. The hunger was still there, but you could tell they were going to start heading in a more commercial direction, especially with their first ballad, You're Not Alone, which Nate just mentioned. Uh, which was dedicated to Dee's wife, who was the band's makeup artist and costume maker. Have you seen her? Lately? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd write the shittiest song for that band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that band, she's yeah. Still, Dude, she's still I would write a hot. hard rock zombies yeah. level shitty song for that I'll woman. fucking do a tribute to Poison for that shit. <laughs> Poison mixed with Gigi Allen. Yeah, there you go. I think that's about as awful as you can get. <laughs> Talk dirty and bite me, you scum. Yeah. Oh, I love Bite It, You Scum. That's such a great song. But anyway. I love GG Allen as a concept. So that's Oh, me too, but yeah. most of his records are fun. Oh yeah, awful. Bite It You Scum is great. We're gonna cover uh Stig That Warren up your ass, actually. But... Nice. <laughs> I'm much more of a Seth Putnam fan. Alright, back to the twist sister. Uh but there are still a bunch of really great tracks, like the opener. Uh, what the hell is the opening song? The kids, the kids, are, kids back. are back. Yep, I love that song. Pretty good. Um, uh, like a knife in the back, ride to live. I like. Um, I am me. It's an awesome song, and we're gonna make it. And the title track, you can't uh, stop rock and roll. The other tracks I didn't really mention, Power and the Glory, I'll take you alive, and I've had enough. Kind of felt like filler tracks to me. Um, Oh, and the album also reached uh, 164 on a U.S. Billboard charts. Um, I don't know. For the major label debut to come after an album that was almost damn near perfect, this one kind of like almost fell off the wheel, I guess, a little bit to me. It, it didn't sound raw anymore like they did in the first It's a disappointment. It's a disappointment, but it's a very good and acceptable disappointment. Right. Yet still a disappointment. <laughs> right. Right, it went from accept to Saxon. 
You know, especially the guitar tone. The guitar tone sounds like Saxon. It's like clean and weak. Yeah. Yeah, it's too polished for them, especially coming after this released. It's my favorite. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really? Okay. You know, timelines everything, man. First time I ever heard of Twisted Sister, MTV ran a commercial that was 30 seconds long for an MTV, and it showed them doing the You Can't Stop Rock and Roll video, but the part where they're in the the street Mm. without makeup, they look like scumbags. And I was like, man, that looks cool. I got to find that shit, you know? They kept running that commercial over and over again. And then that's the first Twisted Sister album I bought. And I think it's Timeline, man. I, I actually like, you know, I look. Power and the Glory, all right, I don't hate it. Yeah, it's not one of the better tracks, and and um, but man, uh, and I know it's total filler. I have had enough, the total filler track, but those lyrics emphasize the breakup I had with this fucking cunt, and it was perfectly, <laughs> I mean, I identify with it, but my favorite track by Twist Sister, period, is the title track, and a close second, like a knife in the back. I absolutely love that song. That song fucking rips. Love the, the lyrics and, you know, hey, my man, can you breathe? Can you stand? He was an ass. Always smelling of gas. Not at all. One of us, the chosen few. I love that shit, man. That shit's fucking awesome. Cool, yeah. Lou. So, as I mentioned, I'm always at a debate over which is my favorite Twisted Scissor album between Under the Blade and this one. So, Ralph, I'm with you. Uh, favorite tracks, Like a Knife in the Back, Live, Ride to Live, Live to Ride, the title track, and uh, I do love uh, We're Gonna Make It in I Am, I'm Me. So. Oh, I'm Am, I'm Me. Very important song in my life because, you know, I was still living with my parents, and that, that, that song is very empowering. It's like, fuck mm-hmm. you, I'm going to do what I want to do. And it really did help me in my youth, uh, you know, get out of my house at 17 years old. And, you know, like, we're going to make it. it, it it's, it's like... They don't write songs like that, like empowering songs to go out there and, you know, show society, I'm going to be a scumbag and still make it. And I've always lived like that, you know? I ended up getting a city job with this hair, dude. Because I don't give up because of Dee Snyder, bro. You know? <laughs> well, you know, Rob, a, man. better to be hated for what you are than love for what you're not. Exactly. So. I remember hearing that back in the 80s and some, I, I said it like later on, somebody goes, Kirk Cobain said I go, Kirk Cobain fucking alive when i heard that shit that's an old thing <laughs> i am i me is my third favorite twisted sister song but uh i'm 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 not gonna lie uh the twisted forever album was my gateway to this album because i didn't discover it until i was in my early 20s so when i heard seven dust cover this song sounding like the bad brains doing it i'm like i have to hear the original one because this does not sound like a twisted sister song Lyric-wise, yes. Music-wise, no. But listening to the Twisted version, just I felt that much more empowered uh, listening to it. So, um, yeah, sue me. It's 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 up there. I think with uh, again, the hardest thing for me is deciding which one I like better: this or Under the Blade. So yeah, it is a tough one. They're very neck and neck for me. I, I just, I guess, because because of timeline, I'm going to go with you can't stop rock and roll. No, it my first makes one, sense. And I yeah, and I course. played it to death. And I am I me was a huge huge hit. And it started again. 
I can I, I, I completely uh, agree with you. Timeline is everything. Like, like Rush. For me, the first Rush album I ever heard was Signals. And I will forever love that album. I love that album, too. And it's so different, you know. I'm, I mean, I was already into Rush, but that one was a grower, though. I got to admit, but Chemistry, one of my favorite Rush songs. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but let's talk about Twist Sister. That's right. Nate. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what did I say? Most of the songs are pretty good. A little bit of filler. I think You Can't Stop Rock and Roll is probably the best song on the album. You mean you can't kill rock and roll? Shut up. <laughs> With Randy Rhodes on lead kazoo. Fucking picks hard. What do you think this is? A Zappa record? Bob Daisley wrote this record. Goddamn it, <laughs> Quiet Riot. Continue. Why do you hate uh, "You're Not Alone"? That's a good, good ballad song. I think. I don't. I don't hate it, but you know, it's it's kind of a predictable song, but. Right. I just look at his wife and say, okay, I excuse him. Yeah. You know? of and it was never played live. I don't think that's a song they ever w- really wanted to push. He just no. like, you know, it's like, thank you for giving me that. And <laughs> it's, it's not bad for what it is. See, that's one thing for me about this record and why I like it almost as much as Under the Blade. It just so happens, I think, Under the Blade is almost perfect. So I got to knock this down a few notches. Nice. But, um... You're Not Alone is, like, very clearly their first ballad attempt, but it's not awful. It's just no. kind of like a work in progress. And then when you hear the price, you're like, oh, I totally get what they were doing now. Yeah, it's not every... It's not every. It, it, it's more of a predecessor song, I want to say. Like, I feel like you need to hear the price to understand it completely. Mm. No, the yeah. price... Good is point. Good. Yeah. But I still like it. My, my favorite, though, is Like a Knife in the Back. Hell yeah, man! Yeah. That that song rips. And then the title track, but um, I mean, really, the power and the glory. Even though I don't like that, and I've had enough, and I'll t- well, you know what? I do like "I'll Take You Alive," but the power and the glory, and I've had enough. Even though I really don't care for them, they're still good songs. The problem with this is the way the production is so streamlined, some of the songs are a little too similar to each other where they don't have any punch already. It just kind of <laughs> runs together in a couple of spots. But I think oh. Feel the Power would have been a better choice than The Power and the Glory, though. That's just an all-around yeah, better song. So yeah, it's and it still has power in the title. I think the drums, <laughs> I think the drums on the album could have been mixed a little better. But that's yeah, to complain with it. Yeah, I think so too. Well, Nate, you were saying nah, something. I, I think, think it's pretty flat, though. Compared no, to what they're saying. No, I don't think they're flat at all. No, I mean the whole album. The whole itself. album, yeah, yeah. Com- like I said, compared to the first album, yes. Yeah. The production just took all the power out of it. All the power and Uh-oh. the glory. Somebody's baby's awake. <laughs> that's Anna. <laughs> Nate, you got anything else to say about? Not much more. I was, I liked it, but I wasn't really impressed. No, I'm sorry to hear that. Do you need the golden? Do I need to go? Um, yeah. no. My my wife gave me tonight to uh, right. do the show, so <laughs> it's okay. All right. Well, that's uh, you can't stop rock and roll. Oh, another song nobody really uh, talked too much about was "Ride to Live, Live to Ride." 
Oh, I, like I love that song. That song. That's an awesome song. D- double bass. I am. I mean, cool. like yeah. Ralph was saying, that's one of yeah, the that's, best that's, tracks, man. Yeah, that's and that's probably the best track on that album for me. Yeah, anyway. that's one thing I really like about D. Snyder is kind of the positivity in his lyrics. It's kind of like Dio mm-hmm. in that aspect. Yeah, where it's very just like you know, stand up for yourself. You're good enough. I like that. I like that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, that's why I listen to Anthrax. That's right. They're very positive. Right. Uh, that's why I don't like Persistence of Time as much. Oh, like, what's Ralph got? I don't want just, to... Even on that album, though, right. Anthrax always didn't take themselves too seriously and kept their sense of humor. Right. What was, what was that? Like that? Your screen froze. This is uh, uh, the reissue. Oh, the reissue. Yeah. Which uh, brings a bonus disc, which is. Live at the Marquee is on this too. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. I'll have to get that then. I was, I was thinking of getting it, but yeah. I'm not too big on like live I stuff. Love so. it. Yeah. It's, oh, you, you got to hear the Twist Sister live it. stuff, though. It's an exception. It's yeah. an exception. It's, it's faster, it's rawer, and, and just, you know, Dean raps are worth it a lot. He's just fucking hysterical. Oh, I love it when bands play up tempo live like the Ramones. It's just the I got one of the better live. Oh, the Ramones is too fast though. Like, like no live, no. Shut up. The the one live album I have the Ramones. Every song is one minute long. Live Loco, <laughs> Live Loco is one of the best punk releases ever. What Man, it, it's oh, alive is awesome. You ever heard it's alive? Yes, alive. It's alive is awesome. Yes, that is a really great one. Yeah, I love the Ramones. Ramones are awesome. I have everything they ever released. I saw them in 1980, and I was uh, underage, and I saw them on the stage. The bouncers oh, wow. let me watch them on the stage. My dad and got a and really central. That was uh-huh. a bit of a show. My dad got to see them at a music festival. I'll never get to oh, yeah. see the Ramones, and that pisses me off. I've seen the Ramones so many times, but the, the last time I saw them, they're playing Lollapalooza, the one Lollapalooza headline, and uh, the Ramones played it, and it was in West Palm Beach. I'm telling you, man, it was at least 120 degrees that day. Oh. It all came out in leather jackets. Leather jackets. Wow. And I think they were dead. <laughs> you know? so I was like, and they did the whole show in leather jackets. I was like, insane. Wow. I always wanted Ramones to awesome. cover D.D. Ramones songs, because he sounds like Keith Morris. Oh, oh, yeah. Alright. Anyway, Twisted Sister. Third Twisted yeah. Sister album, Stay Hungry. Thanks for watching part two of our Twisted Sister show on Rat Side Review. Come back in two weeks and we will discuss the album Stay Hungry.